What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Benelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. Ray, my man, how we doing? Early morning pod for the boys, but we had a great week of the Senior Bowl last weekend. Now we got the edge rankings coming out. We got top seven for the people. I'm fired up to get this going. This is a really good group. Yeah, this this group's solid. It's deep as hell. Um, a lot of different flavors. So I feel like we were just talking about it. it's tough. It's tough to stack the different types of players. Um, but this is probably what this, I'd say. This is our top three position group. I would say. Um, yeah, I would say so, wide receiver, tackle, corner, uh, edge. Okay, okay. Well, you're you're crazy then. This is top three for me. Then I'll I'll speak for myself. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited to see Why, how. Who do you think? I mean, I think it's. Uh, tackle edge defensive tackles person. I, I'm a trench guy. Oh, you're talking about like favorite ones? Oh, favorite to watch and evaluate. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, deepest to scout. Oh, in the, no, in this no. Class. No, my bad. Um, I meant it is one of the deepest to scout. Um, oh, no. This is this is one for me. Yeah. I love okay. watching the edges. Yeah. Um, and I love, I mean, we're between two tackles. We're, we are trench guys. Everybody knows that. Let's fucking um, go. All right, let's. Uh, we got our top sevens going for everybody. Before we run in top sevens, let's give out our 10, 9, and 8s for the people. We'll talk about some of these guys after we get through the top sevens, but who you got a 10, 9, and 8? Read them out quick. Yeah, so I'm assuming you're going to have at least one of these guys in your uh, top seven, but for 10 for me is Braylon Trice from Washington. Uh, nine for me is Austin Booker from Kansas, and eight is Marshawn Nealand from Western Michigan. Nice. Um, for me, 10 is Marshawn Nealon, 9 is Javon Sullivan, and then 8 is Chris Braswell. Ooh, okay. That's a good place to start. I had a big I had a big change last night after uh after we spoke. Nice. About one of my players. Ooh, I love that. All last right. minute, last minute change up. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. I hate to do it to him, but uh we'll we'll talk about it. Um, all right, let's get right into it. Who you got at seven? So I'll start where you left off. I got Chris Braswell at seven. Uh, true senior from Alabama. Six uh, three and a quarter. He measured at the senior bowl, 257 pounds, just under 33-inch arms, and just under nine-and-a-half-inch hands. So he's got adequate size. This is a guy who's a five-star recruit uh, out of Maryland, number seven overall, I believe. And he just got stuck in a room where he was just behind NFL players. So he was behind Will Anderson and Dallas Turner last, last year. He only played a limited role. Had two and a half sacks or four tackles for loss. He did have a 16% pass rush win rate on 183 uh, pass rush snaps. He's someone I mentioned in summer scouting episode as someone who could take off just because he gets that opportunity, and that he did. He had eight sacks, 10 and a half tackles for loss, and 56 pressures this year. It's like 18 pass, 18% pass rush win rate. Um, this is a guy who, he's when you look at him, you can just tell. When you watch him play, you tell why he was a top 10 overall proctor coming out of high school. He's got juice off the edge, really good quick first step, and he's he's just explosive and powerful at the point of attack. Um, he I feel like he just fits the mold of what an Alabama edge player is, where he's super disciplined in both the run and pass game. Pass, uh, I, my favorite aspect of his game is pass rush arc is just so consistent. He never gets out of place. I feel like he never gets too deep where the uh, quarterback could step up and has ability to escape that way. He never uh, tries to go inside, move and loose contain. So I, I saw so many sacks in this year where he just took his consistent um, 
patient arc, and then just cleaned up on the inside when uh, they got interior pressure. So I love that about him. I think that's going to translate well and get him on the field early. He's got solid bend. Um, plays with outstanding leverage, too. I think that's what, my, what I took the most out of him. His pads never get too high. He always gets his hands in the chest and is able to manipulate offensive linemen by driving them back just with solid hand placement and just leverage. He's got a nice uh, dip and rip move. Not too diverse of a pass rush repertoire, but I think it'll get there. Um, some of the cons, I feel like he's role specific. I view him really as like a three, four outside linebacker. I think that's where he played at college. I think it's probably where he's going to be best in the NFL. I want him standing up and being able to work that way. I mentioned his pass rush repertoire is a little, uh, it's like, I'm not sure if it's stale because he does have some like rips. Uh, he uses his hands to swipe, but I want to see him come up with a uh, more more initial moves. I feel like right now he he gets to the top of his rush and then he has two way goes and he's that's how he ends up winning. Yeah. I wanted to get a little bit more creative uh initially. And then um overall I view this is a guy I just think I know what he is. I think he's his potential is gonna be like a seven to eight sack guy. I think he's gonna be on a playoff team and a, a legit Super Bowl contender. I feel like he's gonna be a solid number two edge rusher. Yeah I got Braswell at eight. Um he was an interesting one. He was one where I wanted to like him more because um, I feel like when I watch Alabama play, like I would notice him and he would make good plays. But then when I dove into the film, I feel like he just left a lot out there, which is crazy for a guy who had eight sacks and had 56 pressures. Um, but I like what you said. His game is completely predicated on power. Um, this dude is ultra strong at the point of attack, especially when he's edge rushing, um, plays with a ton of effort, which I really like, which is you've seen over the years from guys like Will Anderson, guys like Dallas Turner, who will mention, they just play with so much effort. They're really coached up well in that way. Um, his power to rush with one arm and his long arm and keep that second arm. It's like that inside long arm he uses. Yeah. To keep that second arm free to get that rip move through is really nice. That's his go-to, like you said. Um, and I like his first step, too. I think he gets off the ball violently, um, converts speed to power really well. The thing for me, um, with as strong as he is in pass game, he's not strong in the run game. He doesn't hold up in the run game, which is so weird. Like, he gets blown off the ball way too much for a guy who is this strong. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. I'm not sure if it's a technique thing or he's not just sitting down and letting these blocks like holding blocks. Um, I think sometimes he tries to like throw, she drops his head and tries to like throw his body into uh, yeah. blockers, especially pullers. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I, I wrote in the run game, getting, getting off blocks can be an issue. He's kind of a one trick pony in that way. Likes to slip blocks instead of holding up. Um, and then the last thing I had, I know you mentioned um, his bend. I didn't love his bend. Uh, especially as much as some of the elite guys. I think that's why I have him down a little further. Um, I don't think he's that the most flexible in his ankle and hips. I think what he does um, when he tries to turn the corner, he really likes to attack angles rather than actually getting his ankle flexion um, down lower to the ground and playing with good leverage and bending the corner. Um, so he's going to be a good player in the NFL. I think he's a situational pass rusher at this point. Um and I also agree. I also wrote, don't want his hand in the dirt. I want him standing up. Um, so I have him at eight for me right now. I have a late two grade on him. Having him at eight, is still he's still a really good player. Um, he's still going to be a top, 
uh, 50 pick most likely. Um, That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I think top, I think he's a top 50. Type yeah. Of guy. I, I, I'm just not sure if this is who he is or his best ball is ahead of him. That's where I was. I was struggling. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, he, I think he, I mean, I don't think his uh, bend is elite. Like I think there are a couple other guys we'll mention um, as we get up there that I think have that tool is just number one for them, but I think it's adequate enough where he's not stiff. Like someone, oh, why am I blanking on who like Braylon Trice, for example, and who was the guy that you loved last year? Uh, with uh, Keon Patriots? White. Keon White. I thought Keon White was stiff personally. So I don't think he's got that stiffness. I think it's an adequate bend where he can win um, in that like around the corner type of way. Yeah, we like violence, though. We, that we do. That we, we like do. heavy hands, though. All right, I'll go to my number seven. You just fucking shat talk him, but uh, I'll talk him back up. Uh, Braylon Trice, my boy from Washington, um, 6'4", 267, had seven sacks, 80 pressures, led the country in pressures again this year, um, had 17.6% pass rush win rate. This, this is another dude, like I said, with Braswell. Um, his game is power and power he has. Um, converts speed to power really well. He's extremely strong, has arguably the heaviest hands, maybe outside of Jared Verse in, in the guys that I, that I watch. Um, he's got a bunch of pass rush moves too, which I really like. His two-hand swipe is his go-to, but he's also got a rip move inside. He's got counter spins. He really knows how to use his body and his hands really well to get by tackles. Um, for a bigger guy, I actually think he's got decent get-off. He's not an elite athlete, but um, – he uses his football IQ. He times snap counts well, um, which helps him get to the passer. Passer. Um, this is another one, and I'm going to mention this for a lot of guys in this group. I feel like more than we watched um, in the past, this dude plays his ass off like a lot of these guys. This guy gives it 110% every single play. This guy never comes off the field. Um, he had 920 snaps this year. <laughs> Crazy. That is 300 more than Dallas Turner had, who was the second most of the 15 guys that I watched. He had 300 more than the second most of the guys that I watched. That is crazy. This dude loves to play ball. Um, and you know what? That's a guy that I can win with, the guy who just wants to be on the field. Um, so I think in the NFL, he will walk into effort sacks just of how hard he plays. Um some of the weaknesses right now, like I mentioned, he's not an elite athlete, and I think he's going to fall in uh, in the draft because uh, because of his combine, and some of these guys are going to get moved up boards. But I think we talked about this a little bit. This is a guy that's going to play ahead of his draft spot. This is a guy that's just really technically sound, got good power profile, and he's got all the effort in the world to, to be on the field on Sunday. Um some of the other things I noted, the hands are violent, but the placement could use some work. He misses the strike zone on occasions, and then he kind of gets stuck. Um, and then he plays high against the run. I think I don't think he's a bad run defender because, like I said, he gives max effort. But there are plays where he's just standing up too tall, and he'll get blown off the ball standing upright. And sometimes that forces him to loop back around towards the ball carrier instead of, holding off the tackle with arm and then going to make a tackle. He'll loop back trying to make a tackle five yards down the field instead of in the backfield. Um, but I think this is a really good player. And like I said, this is a guy that's going to outperform his draft spot no matter where he goes. Yeah, um, I agree with most of what you said. I think 
you mentioned his uh, get off being really good for someone who's not a good athlete or not a great athlete, I guess I would say. I had to note down his get off is just awkward. I feel like offensive tackles just don't know what to do with it. Like I feel it's like it's that just, long step, man. It's weird. I don't know what to make of it. I feel like it's that long get step. I get confused, but it's effective to say the least. Um, he does have a nice uh, that two hand swipe move. I do agree with that. Um, you mentioned his punch being a little uh, inaccurate. I do. I see that a lot where like he gets his body. Like, they go body to body kind of just because like he misses his punch and it looks really he bellies up. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks really awkward. Um. And I I, th- I mentioned it before I think he's a little stiff and I just think that lack of athleticism and just malleable like traits is gonna just knock him down a little bit. But you know what he is he's gonna be a rotational pass rusher in this league. Uh, he can play early downs. He can pl- he can get to the quarterback and he like you said he's gonna walk into those effort sacks. I view him as I think he'll probably end up going in the third if he falls to the fourth. I think that's a great value pick. Yeah, I feel like I have comped him to um, like a Zadarius Smith in the past uh and i think that's that's what he is i view him as i I I said to you last night i don't know why like arnold epichette is someone who comes to mind where i just wasn't really the biggest fan of him i just don't see that he's just big and long and stiff and it's just like that's just i don't know why i think he's got obviously more production in college and just more of a pass rush profile but um that's just the name that comes to mind when i watch him yeah i mean I think it's completely opposite ends of the spectrum. I think Trice has got real, real raw power, and Ebiketti did not. He was a finesse player. Um, and some of the, I mean, the other thing, I I like production. I always look take production into stock. I mean, this guy just did it for two straight years at an elite level, elite level, like number one in the country level. Um, so just some things I couldn't ignore. Had to that, get him in my top seven. That's fair too. I mean, production at the end of the day, you know, production usually like it, people find a way to produce. They those right. guys can find a way at, at most levels. Right. Um, who you got at seven? Six. Uh who you got at six? Six for me is Jonah <laughs> Ellis, uh, the edge from Utah. I know Dean's in the I don't know if Dean's gonna be happy that we mentioned him or he's gonna say way too low. But regardless, <laughs> this is someone I was Absolutely. I was very, very surprised about how much I like this guy. I wanted to put him up higher. Same. Um, three-star recruit out of Idaho, 6'2", 246. He's got longer arms and a bigger frame than I was expecting. I was expecting um, someone who was built like Herbig last year, mm. like a, a really small edge rusher who like can only stand up. This is not the case. He's he's pretty filled out, to be honest with you. Um, and he's just an NFL – he's got NFL bloodlines. His dad was a 10-year NFL player, All-American at Utah – Brother of Caden Ellis, who is he in? Yeah, I think he's on the Saints. Um, I thought he was. I think he moved. He from was the on the Saints. No? I think he's got a brother on the Patriots too. He's like a D tackle. He got two brothers playing at Idaho as well. So yeah. this is just a football family. They're they're just football lifers. Uh, last season he had twelve sacks, sixteen tackles for loss, thirty nine pressures. Um, I think that's eleven point seven percent in ten games. So like you said, the production uh is there for him. Uh, this is a guy who I think he rivals Latu as the most refined pass rusher in this year's class. Yep. Uh, the way he wins, he does such an outstanding job of keeping tackles completely guessing. He can win with speed off the edge and turning the corner. He can convert that speed to power and run through tackles chests. And then he that inside spin move he has is deadly. Um, I think it's going to be one of his best moves. He, he's got. I think he's got to use it a little less frequently, to be honest. I think he puts it out there a little too much. It works it's, so much. It, it does, but like I think he's got to hide it a little bit. You know, it's like a it's like a put away pitch in baseball. You know, you don't want to throw it too too often. Um, his get off is 
I, I would say his get off is elite at the college level, but it comes against that college clap count where I'm curious to see how that's going to translate to the NFL. You know what I mean? I feel like you can time that clap in the NFL. You kind of have to see and react to the ball. So I'm curious to see um, how that will translate. I feel like it will, but I don't know if it's going to be as, as elite as it is in college. He's another one, solid athlete, not great, but definitely not terrible. He can turn the corner in tight spaces. Um, and then what I was most surprised about him, he can hold up in the run game, dude. You can tell that he's been playing football from an early age. He's, he has really good leverage. Uh, his strikes are always accurate in the in the tackle's chest, and I think that allows him to play bigger than he actually is when he when he strikes accurately. He holds up well. He's He knows how to move off block, especially um, in like those wide zone type of plays. Some of the cons, he is undersized for the NFL. He was undersized in college. I think he's going to be undersized in the NFL too. Um, I'm not sure how much versatility he's going to have. I don't know if some teams may have him off the their board just because he's not a big physical, like elite athlete type of guy. Um, and though he's not a liability in the run game, as I mentioned, some of those bigger tackles, and then in particular when there's double teams with a tight end, he can just get completely moved off the ball uh, in the run game, which I think will come back to uh, haunt him a little bit. Um, and then the, uh, one other thing I noticed when a lineman, when a, in a pass rush situation, when a lineman like latches onto him and gets into his chest quick and early, he kind of struggles to get that grip off of him. Um, the, the only way I can describe it is like in like jujitsu, if someone grabs your gi, like you gotta get that shit off you immediately. And he just, I feel like he should, struggle. how is this he, the, how is this the first time we're mentioning geese on the, yeah, on the pod? I don't know, man. It's, Honestly, that's a sin, but that's literally, that's literally how up. I view it. He's just gotta, he's gotta <laughs> learn. I feel like honestly. Give him a month or two in a gi jiu-jitsu class. He'll fucking fix that right away. Yeah. Uh, overall, his size may limit him to be a traditional 3-4 outside linebacker who could put his hand in the dirt in obvious passing situations, but he'll make a living in that role with a very productive pass rusher, and I think he has 8-10 to 10 sack upside just because of his, um, just his arsenal and knowledge of the game. Yeah, I love this dude. Um, I liked him way more than I thought I was going to. You know when you get you know when you get the Dean blowback like we were talking about. Uh, I wanted to have this guy at, at like twelve. Um, I got Joan Ellis at five. Dude, I I almost didn't watch him because Dean like Dean talked him up so much. <laughs> Mind the kidding. Um, I have Joan Ellis at five. I really enjoyed watching his tape. Um, like you said, twelve sacks at seventeen point nine pass rush win rate. Last year, he really got after the quarterback last year. You mentioned it. Really nice package of moves, that patented spin move. I mean, it just, like, vaults him straight to quarterbacks. He uses his hands so well on that spin move where he just completely erases a tackle from the play, and he's got a free shot at the quarterback. And those hits he lays on the quarterbacks, those are juiced up. He fucking destroys people in the backfield. Um, which I thought at 246, I thought was really surprising. He's got a big upper body. He's got a big chest and big arms. His legs are kind of skinny. Um, so I think he needs to add on some some functional strength in his lower half. Um, but right now, the hands are fast. The hands are violent. He loves that ghost move too. He loves that long skip down to get to the edge. Um, he's another one. I think he attacks angles really well. I don't think he's the bendiest, um, but he's got such a high football IQ. He really knows how to how to stack tackles when he gets a step on them, and he can kind of put them on his back. Um, I think he's really, really good at that. Some of the weaknesses right now I have, um, I also said, not, not sure how big he actually is. I think he needs to put on some weight in his lower half. 
like I said. I know you mentioned him. you like him in the run game. I wasn't in love with him in the run game. I thought getting off blocks, especially against strong tackles, are an issue for him. He can get blown off the ball. I think his strength is much more functional downhill when he's attacking the quarterback than holding up against blocks and making the run stop. And I think at this point, he's just a situational pass rusher, but I think he is so mature beyond his years right now with his hands and with his football IQ that he's going to be on the field a ton. And this is a guy that in his rookie year, I think could have six or seven sacks. Um, this guy is, this guy's awesome. And I think uh, a round two uh, selection is worthy for him. For sure. Um, and I think just with the run blocking, I think it's all relative. I think it's relative to what my expectations were. Because like I said, I was expecting this guy to have That's no I, no possibility to be like a, a be able to play the run in the NFL. And I, I think just with his technique alone, he can develop into an early down player for sure. Right. Excuse me. Um, so you're up to six. I'm at six now. Um, I got Chop Robinson here at six out of Penn State. Ooh. Right. This is my guy, but he he's just clearly one, not I, your guy. Clearly not cl- your guy. I mean, clearly not. Uh, I shit on all the Penn State guys actually. Um, just can't get it done when we needed to. He's such a an interesting evaluation. I think the hardest evaluation that I had. Um, six three two fifty, out of Penn State, four sacks, twenty six pressures on a twenty point nine pass rush win rate. I don't understand that pass rush win rate at all. I didn't see that when I watched him, but we'll get into that. Um, the pros. This is the most twitched up athlete in the class. His get off is special. Um, just an elite rare athlete at the position. Um, he's really good at, at getting skinny and, and slipping blocks. That's what he really likes to do when he goes inside. Um, Honestly, there are a couple of plays where double teams are coming and he slips the double team. Those plays are unbelievable. Maybe not another player in the in the class can do some of the things that, that he does on the field athletically. And then uh, I wrote good flexibility. Um, I don't think he's a crazy bender. I know you, you think the opposite. Um, I think he's better at attacking angles than he actually is flexible. Um, but... I think, again, that's all relative. I think he's not as good of a bender as an athlete as I thought he was. You know what I mean? Um, like, I think for the level of athlete, he should be able to just turn the corner like like nobody. But um, still really good. And I think in the NFL, he'll be able to turn the corner on some of these tackles. The tackles have never been worse in the NFL. Um, so I still think he's going to be able to uh, to beat people off the edge. For me, um, where I was left wanting more, I think I had the same issues over summer, too, where the pass rush plan just isn't there. He almost has zero pass rush plan. If he doesn't get the edge off of his first move um, or if he doesn't slip inside with speed, he doesn't get pressure. Um, It's all athlete right now. I think he's a true boomer bust edge player in, in the true sense of the word. Um, I'm also not sure how big he is uh, like Ellis. Uh, I don't think he has great length. Um, he rarely uses his hands. You almost never see any hand swipes with him. It is all first step. Um, he gets blown off the ball and in, in run defense. His base is not really strong to hold up against blocks and make the tackles. 
And then I think his IQ in the run game is also kind of suspect. He'll give up easy gap assignments and have running backs fly through holes and leaving it up to linebackers to to clean up his mess. This is a dude that's going to test out of his mind at the combine, and he's going to go in the first round because of it. But I think a team needs to be wary of how they're using him, one, um, and how they need to teach him. And I think is the other big thing for him because he's got all the talent in the world. But if you don't coach this guy up, I don't think he's going to produce in the NFL. So um, he definitely had me wanting more. Um, and I think by the time the combine comes and we actually see numbers, he could rise up my board just because of it. Because we've seen over the past decade, two decades, that athletic testing is um, the most comparable to Sundays for the edge rushers. So we'll see. I know you. I know this is a player that you really like, so I'll let you go on him. Yeah, um, I had him at two. I did it. I did it. Uh, getting out ahead of it. Putting, um, this is the fuck the narrative season. I'm oh, doing it. God. And I understand it's a lot of projection. Um, it could come back to haunt me. When's the funeral? <laughs> Are you okay? Off. I'm good. I'm, okay. I'm just saying. I think I, he is a one-trick pony right now. But that trick, I just think, is so elite, and I think it translates so well to the NFL nowadays. If you look at all the top pass rushers, their get-off is – that's, like, the number one thing that translates, I feel like. All the top guys, sack guys, their get-off are in the top ten. I think his get-off is elite. Um, in college, when they when they lined him up in a wide nine and the offense didn't put a tight end or running back out there to help – it was game over. He's just too, he's too fast. I disagree with you. I think he can bend with the best of them. Uh, I think he's got good flexibility and he's able to turn the corner and he's a finisher in the pass rush game. Um, I'd like to see him develop more of a pass rush arsenal. Obviously I think he, I was hoping he'd do it um, over like into this year and he didn't really, but I just think that's something that can be taught. I just don't think get off and bend can be taught right now. And I think in today's NFL where everyone's going to this wide nine, um, a lot of just like uh, manufactured pressures too. I think on twists and stunts, he did a lot of in Penn State. I think he's able to do that efe- uh, efficient, efficiently, effectively. The timing on his stunts too, I think in college, were a little off. I feel like he's so, I don't know if it's just something that the defensive line at Penn State was coached because I feel like Isaac did it too. They're so like, just like, they're kind of like rabid dogs, like ball, 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 ball. And they just yeah, get up fucking no, field. Are. I feel like he kind of, in the stunts, like he can kind of get into his stunts a little early where, I think a little bit more maturity, patience, and timing that that ability will go up to. Um, strength profile, I like you said. I think uh, length wise, actually, I'll start there. Uh, I think he's gonna be close to probably thirty two inch arms, and he is gonna be at thirty three mark. But Agreed. again, um, I just think the flexibility and just get off is gonna overcome that. I think he does show uh, the ability. He flashed it a little bit that ghost move he's been trying to work on. I think that's only gonna get better when he as he matures and gets to the NFL. So this is, I agree with you. This is a boomer boss. This was my toughest evaluation. I didn't know where to put him. I was between putting him at two and four. Um, but the way I think of it, I just, I think he has a better pass rush ceiling than everyone else on this list, just given his tools. I think he's got a better pass rush ceiling. I mean, I won't, I won't spoil it, but I think he's got a better pass rush ceiling than anyone. So I'm going all in. I think once the combine comes around, you're going to see a lot of other people start putting him top four, top, top five edge rushers. And I'm going to get ahead of it now. So number two, like it. (laughs) Yeah, he's so interesting. And like you said, I mean, the combine is just going to be massive for him. All these Penn State guys, they always test well. 
Um, and he's a freak, so he's obviously going to test well. Yeah, we'll see it. I don't know. Also, I'm, I'm going to say I'm if, Will, Andrews, if, if um, Will McDonald went 15, this guy's got to go top 15. I know it's a different draft class, obviously. A oh, deeper, he's going, but in, he's going in the first round. Yeah, I said, I think I said it back in summer. There's no way this guy gets out of top 15. And I just think once the combine comes around, this guy's going to skyrocket. I'll take the over 15. Give me 14 and a half, and I'll take the over. No. You're not going to give me that after no. you just said it? <laughs> no. What? That's bullshit. Um, make a stand. Fucking stand on business, right? Let's go. He's number two. That's all I'm going to say. That's my business. All right. Um, where am I now? I don't. Even I think I'm at, I'm at five. I think you're at five. All right, go ahead. So we just talked over one of my guys. I'll talk about one of your guys. He's also my guy too. But I, you claimed him, uh, Darius Robinson from uh, Let's go. Missouri. He's number five for me. Uh, fifth year senior from Michigan. Uh, he's a three star recruit out of high school. Predominantly played defensive tackle in his career. This year they moved him not to edge, and uh, he flourished. He's 286. With 34 and three quarters inch arms and 10 and a half inch hands. So we said it, I think last week, last episode, he's all get off the bus team. This is, this is just a looks like a football edge rusher. Um, he had 41 total pressures, uh, eight and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss. Oh, no, wait, no, what on? This is wrong. What, where are his stats? Let me say, hold on, give me a second. I don't know what the fuck I put in here. <laughs> Is that right? Eight and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss? Yeah, eight, eight and a half sacks, 42 pressures. 42 pressures. Okay, I don't know what the organization there was just completely off. <laughs> that being said, this is a true chess piece that you can play defensive line. Um, before I watched him, I just assumed, because he was listed at 295. In my notes, I put, this guy looks much closer to 275 than 295, and they split the difference at the senior bully with 286. Um, he's, he's a true edge rusher. Uh, I was not anticipating it. I thought I'd end up having him in as a defensive tackle or defensive lineman episode. I think he is a lean 285. This guy, he's just a uh, he's a freak. That's really the only way to put it. Um, he lined up outside the tackle four times as much as he lined o- uh, uh, over or inside the tackle, which I was very surprised by. Um, super long arms. I think he's which just makes him even more dangerous. This guy's got juice off the snap in terms of athleticism and wiggle, but his punch and just power is, you can tell his hands shake offensive linemen. Um, you don't really see a combination like that. I feel like nowadays in the NFL, he's, he's rare. He's got that, um, Kalias Campbell, Kalias Campbell, uh, Cam Jordan type Cam model. Jordan. Yeah. Where he's just a fucking freakishly big edge rusher who, who has bend as well. Uh, he's a tone setter. You, you could tell he just, he, he uses that, tone setting with, with power to really throw off the offensive lineman as well, where he can then win in other ways. He has a nice arm over uh nice inside move as well. Uh, solid bend for someone who's six, five. And then on the con side, he's still raw edge prospect just because this is his first time ever playing it in like a full-time role. I think he's still going to grow uh, some, I think in the run game, he's got to play a little bit more under control, keep his head up and kind of just set a firm edge as opposed to just getting downhill and trying to get to the ball. I think those are things that will come as he gets more reps there. Um, and also just given his size, he can play a little high at times in the run game as well, helping him, causing him to get moved off a little bit. But overall, this is, I think teams are going to view this guy as a freakish ball of clay that they can just mold into one of the most valuable uh, chess piece defensive linemen in the league. I would, I said it 
before, or I think I tweeted it before the uh, Senior Bowl. I'll say it again. I think this guy can go in the first round for sure. Yeah, I have a late one-round grade on him. I got him at number four. Um, and like you said, this is a my guy, but this is an our guy. Um, I fucking love this dude, man. This is just a specimen in in every sense of the word. Um, the length you see immediately, the strength you see immediately. Um, even when he's out of a play, he's in the play because of his length. I mean, there was a play against LSU where um, Jane Daniels pulls uh, a read option and he completely overruns it. And he still somehow got a hand in and forced the fumble with just like a, a couple fingertips. Um, he is insanely strong in that aspect. And he's never out of a play because of his length. Um, this is a guy when I was I was reading up on him. This was a primarily a basketball player. Um, he only started playing organized football his junior year of high school. So this is a completely new player to football, too. I know he's a five-year player at Missouri, um, but he's still learning the position, especially learning how to play edge. Cause like you said, this was really the first year that he got to be like a full-time edge. I think in the NFL, this is a guy that you can move along, along the whole front. I think he could play in an odd or an even front with his hand in the dirt. Um, his hands are heavy. Like he said, I mean, he stuns offensive linemen when he hits the middle of their chest, he pushes guys back immediately. Um, his grip strength is awesome. He just can displace people in the run game so easily. He dominates in the run game. I think that was the big thing for me that I noticed right away. He dominates in the run game. I, th I think it's the best part of his game right now. He sets a hard edge. He can stack and shed blocks really easily. I think that's going to get him on the field early, too, in the NFL, even as he's still developing as a pass rusher. But I like what he's doing as a pass rusher right now. You mentioned that arm over move. I think he's got a good push-pull move. Too forgot to mention that. that that's, um, that's what I think. That's really fucking good for him. Yeah, and the thing I, I noticed too. I mean, this guy plays with a nasty edge to him. This guy is ultra competitive. He's always trying to make a play, even when running backs are running to the opposite side of the field. He's running ten yards down the field to try to make a play and try to clean up the mess. Um, this is a guy that's going to rise during the combine. I think he's going to test really well. Like I said, former basketball player. You could see the movement skills for a bigger guy. Um, and he's got that lean body, too, like you said. He's a lean 286. He, I think he really is, dude. It's weird. It's weird. Um, some of the weaknesses right now, because he's still a growing player. Um, his get-off, I think, is good. Obviously, he's 286, but he, he's not an elite get-off guy. Um, but I think his his game, obviously, is power. And I think right now he's got he's got a little technique. He's got a little finesse to his game. So um, I think those are going to help him grow. I like how you mentioned he plays high too. Uh, I think he needs to play with better leverage. Sometimes he is a bigger player, so he's got to sink those hips a little more um, when he's trying to get to the quarterback. And you also mentioned this too. Uh, he's a head ducker. Uh, he needs to keep that head up. He loses the ability to read and react on run on run plays sometimes. But like I said, he's such a good athlete that he'll make plays even when he's late. Uh, but if he keeps that head up, man, He's going to be a force in the run game, I think, immediately on day one. I really love Darius Robinson, and I got him at four right now. He's a big time my guy. Love that. Um, I think we're at five for you, right? Uh, how, I, how I, had I, I got a. I only got three, uh, three, two, and one. Okay, I don't know how we did that, but so am I at four? Is that is that where we're going? 
whatever your next one is. <laughs> okay. So at four for me, uh, Leatu Latu from UCLA. I know, I know. This is your guy, but and honestly, I think you probably only have him, what, one or two spots higher? So <laughs> yeah, I'll I, am, I have him at three. <laughs> yeah. So uh, six fours uh, and six eighth inches, 261 pounds. He's got 32 and a half inch arms, so not elite length, uh, nine and three eighth inch hands. But this is a guy just, I think I mentioned it with Kate, with uh, Ellis, but just ultra productive and just so refined in his pass rush approach. Uh, 13 sacks, 21 and a half tackles for loss on 62 pressures. Uh, this past season on 304 pass rush snaps. Uh, so just he really just knows how to win. Uh, his hand usage is elite. He's always constantly swiping, really fast and violent hands, precise and accurate. Uh, he seems to always have a plan A, B, and C just to avoid him not staying blocked. Um, that rep in the Senior Bowl, I think it was against the Utah tackle. We, I think you sent it to me the other day too. When it, it was an inside spin move, gets stuffed and then immediately goes to like an arm over outside. Bro, the least. other offensive tackles in that video are clapping like the tackle won the rep, and then Latu hits a counter spin and he's by him. Was it, was it the counter <laughs> I was spin? Dying was, it the counter, at that. was it the counter spin or was it like a counter arm over? I thought the spin got. I thought the spin got. Uh, oh, the spin got. Yeah, yeah, it's a counter arm over yeah, after the do, spin. Do, but like, it, it's. I mean, again, another jujitsu reference. It was, it's just like a, like it's, it was like chess. Like he like did it and then like immediately he doesn't even think he's okay. You gave me this. I'm going to do this. It's, it was so fucking quick. I think you, you can't teach that. That's a, that's an aspect that's, I think it's mental and almost muscle memory where it's like, there, that's just so many reps and just knowing what you want to do so well and just having such good body control where it's really can't be taught. Um, He's got, he's in someone else. He's not an elite athlete. I don't think he's going to test well, but He's got really good short area quickness, and he's slippery. Um, he doesn't stay blocked. I feel like he just—he's got an awkward little—I don't even know how to describe it. Like I don't know if it's Ben, but he just—he just slips off blocks very easy. Um, another one—he's got solid. I, I don't—he's not a stiff athlete at all. He's not—he can—he's not, he can, not going to bend like Chop Robinson, but he can turn the corner and win uh, in pass rush situations. Some of the cons, obviously, we've. Talked about it relentlessly, but the medical history is going to probably put him off some team's boards. He had to medically retire because of the neck. Uh, so a neck injury is nothing to really joke about. So I, f I feel like there are some teams that aren't going to have him there. And then my biggest question besides that with him, I don't see a big power profile to his game. Uh, he seems like more of a true finesse pass rusher. And I feel like if you don't have like, – I don't see him really win with power in college, and I, that worries me uh, in the NFL. And then in particular, the run game, I think he can get run off the ball a lot. His lower body and core strength are my biggest concerns, like similar to, I think you were talking about uh, Ellis. I think he needs to uh, add some functional strength to really help him hold up there. Uh, overall, this guy's going to be a first-round pick somewhere due to just his natural ability to pass rush and just, just finish. However, he doesn't have the athletic profile to be a top-five pick. Plus, you have the medical concerns, so I, I view him as someone who's going to go middle to later first round. And um, who can either completely outperform his uh, his draft status, or he may be out of the league in a few years just due to the injuries. Ooh, that was a rough way to end there. Um, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love Latu Latu. I loved him last year too. I wish he came out last year too, but he made himself even more money this year. Um, 127 pressures in the last two seasons, just outstanding. For a player who, like you said, was forced to medically retire when he was at Washington 
and he just came back. The vibe I've been getting when I've been like reading about the medical issue is that it's almost like a non-issue now, which I don't know how that's possible, but maybe it's cleared up so well. I don't know how you get from being forced to medically retire to now it being a non-issue. I think especially with neck. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, but uh, it seems like it's not as big of an issue as I initially thought, which is great for him. Um, which hopefully he ends up being a top 15 pick because the production he's had over the last two years, it warrants it. Like you said, this dude is just a hand fighting technician. Um, he's powerful at the point of attack, but his technique is what sets him apart. Um, that double hand swipe is absolutely lethal, but he's got an array of pass rush moves. He loves that ghost move where he fakes like he's about to get into a tackle's chest and then rips by them. Um, his long arm is good. And then I, I know you don't like this move, but that long skip move he has where he's able to long skip, long skip the tackle and then dip under the block. That move is just so fucking effective for him. He is so slippery. Like you said, um, it's crazy. I, I tried to watch Gabriel Murphy, um, two nights ago and I couldn't even watch him because Latu just kept making plays. I literally like he, he you can't. You can't keep this guy down for too long. He's just always making plays in the backfield. He's always getting pressure. Um, I, I really love the way he, he plays. Um, the the array of pass rush moves that he has, he's got as many counters in his bag too. Like you said, uh, he rarely lets the first block stop him from working to the quarterback. Good get off for a guy who's not an elite athlete, like we mentioned. Um, and then the other thing I really love, he goes for the ball. When guys have it in their hands, he's forced five fumbles in the last two seasons. He really looks to rip the ball out. Um, and I think he's got really good grip strength in that aspect. Um, he pokes a lot of them free. Some of the weaknesses right now, I have the medical is going to be huge for him. And I think teams will be scared off by him, but hopefully it's not that too big of an issue. Um, he's not an elite bender. He's not twitchy. But again, that's not really his game. Um, and then in the run game, I think he's another one that can lose sight of the ball. Sometimes he misplays some gap assignments, but this dude is going to be in on third downs. This dude is going to be getting after the quarterback. And I think this guy is ready made for, for the NFL. I think Trey Hendrickson, when I, when I think of Latu Latu. Interesting comp. I like that. Yeah. And a guy um, who maybe wasn't overly um, special in his athletic testing, like Trey Anderson. Just had 17 sacks in an NFL season. So um, it can be done with technique and, and with finesse in the NFL, too. I know you mentioned that power profile. I think he's got enough power uh, to win in the NFL. Um, I, I wish the length was a, was a little bit bigger, but um, he's just so sound technically that he's going to be able to win. So we each have two guys left, correct? You have one yeah. and two. I have uh, one and three. So we'll, I think you... Who you, who you got at one? I, think, I got I verse got, at one. You got verse at one? All right, so you talk verse. I got Turner at one. Okay, so I'll talk verse right now. So verse, my number one yeah. guy. Um, This is a guy who, in the way I view him, he was an NFL edge playing college this year. Like, this is, I know you said the he same thing. He was an thing. NFL edge playing college last year. Yeah, too. like, <laughs> you said with Latu, like, he could have came out last year and maybe he made himself more money. I don't know what Verse did. I think Verse would have been a top 10 pick last year. I think his floor would have been 15 to the Jets. But this is a guy who is just 
he's an NFL, he's an NFL player. Um, last two years in college, 18 sacks, 28 and a half tackles for a loss. In 2023, he put up another nine sacks, 12 and a half tackles for a loss, 62 pressures, uh, 15 hits too. So this guy was just, uh, he's a menace. Um, the first thought that comes to mind when I see him is just juice. Uh, he his hands are so strong. I mentioned it, like his hand his hand strength rivals I think Darius Robinson, and he's got thirty pounds less than him on him. He is so powerful. That Florida game, just go back and watch that this year. I don't know who that left tackle was, but he got assaulted and mauled, and I feel bad for him. He was just getting <laughs> driven back into uh the quarterback every single rep. It was crazy. Uh, and I think when you have a, the ability to run through tackles chest, another grown man's chest, it makes it so much easier to win. Uh, you can just go build off it. He's got a nice swim move. He can go inside counters as well. Uh, his speed to power though, is what's going to make is what makes him his money. That's his bread and butter. His ability to just run through your chest and win. Um, I'm curious to see how he's going to test. I think he may have been on Bruce Feldman's freak list this off season. So all signs point to that being uh, good, but I don't know what his, he's another one similar to chop. I'm curious to see how his length is going to be as well. Um, I don't think it's gonna be an issue at all. And then he can miss some tackles similar to what Will Anderson was last year, actually, but that's something that doesn't really worry about. I don't really worry about it at all, but to me, this is the guy with the highest floor and ample ceiling as well. I view him as a 10 sack guy um, within two, three years. And I think he can get up to like that 15 sack range and just be a true number one dominant edge scheme versatile. He can play standing up. He can put his hand in the dirt. Um, overall, I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. I think he'll be the first defensive player off the board. Ooh. And he's also, I want to specify this too. He's my clear cut. Number one. Uh, when we did the big board episode, I think I had him um, Dallas and Latu kind of clumped together. I think he's kind of uh, taken over that true number one spot. And the next three guys are all kind of similar. I like it. Um, definitely, I agree. The highest floor edge in the class is dude is ready made to play on Sunday. I really like what you said. Um, I love how he's able to take distance away from tackles in a hurry, and he gets into their chest really fast. And then you said the hands are heavy. He knocks guys back so easily. Um, various pass rush moves. He's really high IQ in that sense. Really good long arm, really good push pull. He's got a plan, which is exciting for us to watch because um, a lot of these guys are either just athlete or they're just power. Um, so when you get when you get a guy who can pull off um, some different techniques, it's really fun to see. Um, and then he's another one, high effort player. This guy gives it his all every single play, which I really love to see. I'll mention on some of the, the weaknesses too. He's not the most flexible guy. Um, he's really not the bendiest when he, when he turns the corner, he doesn't sink as some other guys, but he's another one. He attacks angles. He knows who he is. Um, he knows his game and he knows how, how to win. Um, so I don't think he's going to test like crazy at, at the combine, but I think you're going to see enough functional athleticism um, to say this guy is a top 12 pick in the draft. And then in the run game, I think he sets a decent edge, but I think there are times that he he gets blown off the ball or there are times where he's trying to work up the field too quickly instead of just holding his ground. Um, but again, those are things that can be easily be coached out of um, once you get into a scheme with, with good defensive line coaches. So I agree. Highest floor edge, I got him at number two, um, and he's going to be a damn good good NFL player. I'll go uh, 
Yeah. Anything else? I was just say you just gotta gotta represent UA, bro. UA, you know, Albany yeah. brethren. Yeah. <laughs> also, give give me a, a comp to him. I have a good comp. For, I want to say, do you have any comp for him? Uh, verse. Um, honestly, Hutch. I don't hate that. I like that. I, I, it gives me Daniil Hunter vibes. Ooh, that's a better one. Thanks. I know. I, I like that one. Oh, you put me on the spot. I know, yeah. I just kind of just thought of it, though. If I, I didn't have that holstered. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Talk about your boy. You so had that holstered. That's a fucking Dean move to say. No, I, I swear. Bro. Would I lie to you? <laughs> Many times. <laughs> um, all right, I got Dallas Turner at, at number one. Um, Edge from Alabama, 10 sacks this year, 55 pressures on a 19.6% pass rush win rate. This is a freak athlete. Um, in every sense of the word, he's got elite speed off the edge. Um, he explodes off the line of scrimmage. He's got twitch. He's got bend. He's got flexibility. Um, the ankle flexion is awesome. There are some plays where he's so low to the ground um, where it looks like he's almost getting taken down, and then he explodes out of it to get to the quarterback. Really good length um, that allows him to long arm with power. He sets a hard edge in multiple gaps. I feel like his run defense – does not get talked about enough. I feel like we talk about it a lot. Um, his run defense is fucking awesome. I feel like a lot of people are saying situational pass rusher while he gains weight. He needs to gain weight for sure, but his technique is so good in the run game that he holds up against blocks. He's also fast as fuck. He's a, he's a Nick Saban edge. Yeah. Like, like he just plays the run so well. He's so smart in that sense. Um, they've played with so many good edges o- over the past few years. Like they've learned from the best, um, plays with his hair on fire. Every single play, he's always working towards the quarterback. He's always making hustle plays 15, 20 yards down the field. He's chasing guys down. Um, and I think this year he even showed some versatility dropping into coverage a little bit. He made some nice plays in coverage. And I think in the NFL, this is going to be really important too, with all the running quarterbacks that we have in the NFL, um, all these bigger quarterbacks that we have in the NFL that are tough to take down. Um, he is a heat-seeking missile. When he was in that QB spy position, especially against Jane Daniels, I mean, he hunts quarterbacks down. It, it's, like, scary watching him run. Um, and I think if he puts on 10 pounds, this dude is going to be a legit a legit problem in the NFL. Um, some, of the, some of the cons right now, like I said, he needs to add some weight. Um, if he doesn't get a good jump, he can get pushed back a little bit just because he's a little, he's a little bit smaller. I think the hand fighting, it's violent, but I think he needs to refine it a little bit. Hand placement, and I think the counters can improve a little bit. I think he's got that good first move, but I think when he gets stuck, he needs to work on some of the counters. And then I think in the run game, while he's great and his technique is really good right now, there are some plays where it's see ball, get ball, instead of just using his instincts, playing the gap correctly, and then going to attack. I think he's waiting to see what happens, and then he's going to attack downfield. Um, but this is a extremely high-ceiling player. I think he also has a high floor because of how good he is in run defense right now. He's going to test like crazy at the combine. Um, I think he's got a good shot to be the first edge off the board. Yeah, I mean, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I, I love the fact that you mentioned the QB spy. I think that, and uh, I think DC is going to love using him on stunts and twists. Yeah. His oh. biggest, dude, like his him coming up the middle. It was him and Will Anderson yeah. last year. Dude, those, stwi- those stunts and twists, are they're unstoppable. Yeah, it wasn't even fair. Um, His closing speed is his best trait. He just gets, like, I feel like when he has like a, 
it's almost like in Madden, you know how like when you there's a tackle animation where like you're like two yards away and then they kind of just like get like sucked in. That's what it is. Like he just like his closing speed is just it's ridiculous. Like during your entire rant, I was like, fuck, should I put him ahead of Chop now? They're gonna be <laughs> traveling together just because I think they both have that that freakish uh those freakish athletic tools. I'm curious to see how they each test and how they compare to each other. Um, but like you said, the run game, I do think he's a very good run defender just because of his length and hand placement. I'd love to see him use that length as a pass rusher a little bit more. I feel like he doesn't really have much of an, a long arm. I feel like a lot of the times he's trying to shoot gaps, uh, but I feel like that's also what the Alabama scheme kind of calls for. So um, I think you said perfectly. He's got one of the higher ceilings in the class, but I also do think he's got one of the higher floors as well. So he's going to be uh, a top 15 pick, I think, for sure. I'm very confident saying that. Um, and I think it may take him a few years to reach his pass rush potential, but over, his potential is a 10 to 12 sack type of guy. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we talked about this last year. I hate their defensive scheme. It's the, annoying. The three massive down linemen, and then you have the two edges. I, I hate that scheme so much. It's so college, uh, though. It bothers me so much. I don't know why. Uh, it is so college. Um, but I, I think this is a guy that you could play as your your three, four outside linebacker, or you can have his hand in the dirt. I think he's good at both. Um he also he's also deadly when they line him up. They sometimes they'll just put him in the they line him up inside. Yeah, and they say go like just go win with athleticism. It's it's I didn't, tough. I didn't mention that for Latu, and it's a completely it's a complete one eighty between how they win over the center, but those plays over the center for Turner, where he's just blowing guys, but blowing by guys, and then Latu when he's over the center and he's just quick rip move inside and he's and he's by them. Bro, I fucking love how defensive coordinators are using their best players now. Um, I mean, we talked about it. You see, you saw Micah, you saw Miles Garrett do it this year. That is so deadly when you can have those guys um, line up over a center. Or even they, they, the Jets even did with Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, it, it's great. I love that. Um, let's go through our top sevens again, and then we'll we'll touch on a couple guys outside. Uh, so one is Verse from Florida State. Two is Chop Robinson. From Penn State, three, I have Dallas Turner from Alabama. Four, Leatu Latu from UCLA. Five, Darius Robinson from Missouri. Six, Jonah Ellis from Utah. And seven, Chris Braswell, also from Alabama. Nice. Um, so I have Dallas Turner at one, Edge from Alabama. Two is Jared Burst from Florida State. Three is Leatu Latu from UCLA. Four is Darius Robin from Missouri. Five is Jonah Ellis from Utah. Six is Chop Robinson from Penn State. And seven is Braylon Trice from Washington. Um, let's talk about a couple guys here because I feel like I watched a lot of guys. I got a lot of – I think this group is really good. I have a lot of um, third-round grades on, on some guys. So let's talk about a couple of guys. Who, who's the first guy you want to mention? Uh, I want to start with my number eight, I think, Marshawn Nealand. Uh, this is a guy who I love big – freaky defensive lineman he's someone who's he's a 4-3 defensive end I think as he puts on some more weight he'll be able to reduce inside as well on pass rush situations and those are like my favorite types of players um he's just a prototype strong side defensive end right now sets a firm edge given his his strong length uh his length and strong hands rather um he gets off the ball well even though I kept texting you this last night for some reason, he lines up like a yard off the line of scrimmage every time. Like every other play, I'm just like, "What is this guy? I don't understand it. I don't know if it's a, if it's for a reason or not." But there are times where he's just a full yard behind everyone else, and he still makes plays. Um, and then most of all, this guy's motor, 
is actually ridiculous. He'll be chasing each. I saw like maybe five to 10 times. He's just chasing guys down 20 yards downfield and he just doesn't stop. He's just at 270 pounds, whatever he played at. So um, some of the negatives I mentioned that just lining up kind of crazy. And then he's another one. Um, he can kind of play a little, um, play a little high. And he's someone who he doesn't really have much of a pass rush plan. He kind of wins, um, with like secondary counters more than like an original first move, but I view him. I think he'll go in the second, and he has the potential to develop into a really good starting defensive end. Yeah, I really like Marshawn Nealon as well. I have him at ten. Um, I have a third round grade on him, but I, like you said, I would not be surprised if this guy goes in the second round. Um, Thirty-four inch arms at the Senior Bowl. The wingspan was eighty-four. Um, I think. He could actually put on 20 pounds easy. He looks like he's got the big body, and he could play on the interior, and I think he would be disgusting on the interior, honestly. I think with his long arms um, still working on that that get-off a little bit, I think he would be devastating um, on the interior, but I don't hate him outside right now. Um, he's, he's a good one. I, I watched him last night, and I, I was really uh, pleasantly surprised. Um because when you look at it, he he's a weird two sixty eight. He looks like he's two ninety, dude. He, well, I think he um I think I said said this to you last night, but I feel like he definitely lost weight for the Senior Bowl because he looked fucking thick in college uh, yeah. this past year. So I I do think he may have tried to trim down a little bit to show that he's like a true edge rusher. Yeah, um, I did write this too in in my weaknesses. Um, <laughs> especially at the beginning of the season, I think they kind of got out of this because I watched uh. I watched them play Syracuse, which was the second game of the season. Then I watched them play. Um, fuck, who did they play? They played Eastern Michigan, which was I think later in the season. And Central I think Michigan, they, I think it was Central right? Michigan. Um, and then they switched up their defensive front in that game against Syracuse. They were running a three-three-five, which is just the worst defensive scheme ever. I hate that scheme too. Um, but he was putting coverage a little bit in that Syracuse game, and I wrote. Please never play him in coverage. He needs to be removed from doing that ever. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> please do not drop this guy back into coverage in the but NFL. If, even one time I saw he they put him in coverage for some reason and he just got lost and someone like kind of beat him on a wheel. But he put his head down and just he went like as fast as humanly possible. And for, I don't know if it was a mistake by the quarterback and they didn't throw it, but I love the recovery ability and yeah. just the absolute effort. Yeah, it was, uh, it was just funny. I was like, please never put in there ever. <laughs> there were a couple of plays like, you know, like when uh, like when edges get put in coverage in college um, and they just like run to the wide side of the of the boundary just to cover yeah. like the flat. Yeah. Like he's just like completely overran a guy like sitting down in the middle like twice. And I was like, like, this is why doing that in college is so fucking stupid. Um so it maybe it's a scheme thing, but he just like completely overran two guys. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, we talked one more person too before you touch on yeah, someone go ahead. else. This is like a day three guy, maybe uh, late day three, even at that. Solomon Bird from USC, uh, Ooh, six, three, two, six three two fifty. Um, he's someone. He's got some juice to him. Uh, I, I was watching against the against Washington. Uh, was it Washington? Fuck, I kind of forget. Was it? I don't know if it was Washington or Oregon game. I can't remember now. Fuck, but um. He's someone who he's got a nice spin move. I feel like he kind of has he has he's someone with a pass rush plan. He's a little bit more of an athlete right now than and lean than um a true power edge rusher. I think he's probably someone who can only play as a situational third down guy, maybe like a three four scheme. But just someone to keep an eye on. I'm curious to see if he gets invited to the combine and how he tests and whatnot. But USC edge rusher, 
Um, he, sh- he showed some ability when I was watching the game. I like guys who I just notice when I'm watching other people. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch him. I'll, I'll have to go back and watch him. There are so many guys I want to mention too. I'm trying to trying to pick my guys. Um, I'm obviously I'm going to start with Javon Solomon, um, the Troy Edge, six one two forty sevens, shorter, smaller Edge. Um, but man, th- this dude has juice. Sixteen sacks last season, led the country, had forty eight pressures, seventeen point one percent pass rush win rate. Um, really good athlete, really quick first step. Um, He's another one that plays in a weird front. They play him in this four I um, over the tackle, which Iowa State did playing Will Anderson last year, uh, Will McDonald last year. And we talked about it, how stupid that was to have a guy that's that juiced up playing in that sort of front. Um, Once he gets to the NFL and he's playing in that wide nine, I think his game, I mean, he had 16 sacks. How much more can your game open up? But I think his game is going to even open up more. Um, he plays with unbelievable leverage. Obviously, he's a shorter player, so he's going to have natural leverage. But his pad level is great. He's always lower than the offensive line can dip and rip by tackles and guards. He was a high school standout in wrestling. Um, we obviously love the love those type of players, and you see that uh, on tape with it with his pad leverage. Got really good two hand swipe and good rip move. Those are his go tos. Um, and there's another one plays his ass off. He was named a se- uh, team captain at the senior bowl for, for his team, just to be, by the way, he played during practices and uh, he was very chatty. Apparently people were talking about. Um, so we love that. He needs to continue to add weight to his frame. He's a smaller edge. He can sh- struggle to set, a- to set in the run game. Um, I think he needs to gain like five, 10 pounds. Um, and the other thing for him, because he's a smaller edge, he tries to work around blockers instead of holding, holding them up in the run game. So right now, I think he's a situational pass rusher, but I think if he can add on a little weight, maybe he gets on the field a little bit more rundowns. Um, but this is a really good player. I think he's uh, got a third-round grade. Interesting. I I think he was pretty good in the run game. I think what you're saying, how working around blockers, I feel like that was kind of the scheme because I feel like he they always lined him up inside that tackle. Yeah. Th- their whole scheme was him like kind of like he's, he would – Pushing would, the like, pile towards yeah. the – Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he has – Massive hands, 10 and 5 and eighth inch hands, 33 and a quarter inch arms too. So despite being under 6'1", he's fucking long. And I think his his hand strike really showed in the run game. I feel like he was able to work off blocks. Um, he's another one, I think, especially because of that weird technique, like in wide zones, like he'd be able to like hold up as he's moving too. So I think he's got some functional strength. I didn't know about the wrestling background, but I think that makes a lot of sense now that you say it. So um, he's another one, I think, Oh, probably almost even a tougher evaluation than someone like Chop just because of the role he played. Yeah. So I think that someone, I think when someone takes him, there's kind of a clear vision in mind of how they're going to use him. And it's, I think he's more of like a, you need more of an imagination when you're drafting this guy than what you saw on tape in college. Yeah. Um, I got two other guys that I, I'm going to pick one. Who should we talk about, Isaac or, or Booker? Talk about uh talk about your boy Isaac. All right. Uh this is the guy that I moved out after last night. Um Ray, you got to me last night. I was having I was panic sweats last night. Um, no. But I, I have a decent Isaac at, at eleven. Um, I still have a late round three grade on him. I still think he's a day two player. Um, seven and a half sacks, thirty-three pressures, thirteen percent pass rush win rate. Um, I think right now I know who this player is. I think he's a solid player. 
I think he gives good technique in, in pass rush. I think his hand placement is good. Um, and I think he's pretty strong in the run game right now, um, mainly because of his high IQ. I think he plays gaps really well. It's a tough scheme to play at Penn State. They fire so many guys in random places. They blitz a lot. Um, so everybody's got to know their role in that scheme, which is tough. And I think he plays really well in it. Um, and I think he's got a good combination of length and effort right now. I think he'll get wins just off of sheer will in, in the NFL. Um, I think he's going to continue to get better. Um, the pro, the power profile, this is something we talked about. I'm not sure how strong he actually is. I thought when I actually watched, I mean, I've seen every single snap this guy's ever taken. I thought he had more power than he actually did when you watch the tape the strike to the to the chest of the offensive lineman, it just doesn't move guys like some of these elite guys. Um, so I think that's kind of where I was struggling. And he also doesn't have much twitch and bend um, at the top of his turning the corner. So for those reasons, I had to – I bumped him down a little bit, but I still think um, this is a high-floor player in the sense that he's got good football IQ. Um, he knows how to play the position, and he's got good production, especially this past year. Yeah, I think he's a situational pass rusher. Uh, I think it's probably going to be his role. I like you said. I think I don't. The power profile is what I was really concerned about, and his hands. Even though he uses them, he uses like a subtle, like kind of like two hand swipe to the edge. Uh, but they're not violent. You know what I mean? They're, I feel like he's got to be a little bit more violent and just have a little bit more aggression to his game. If that makes sense. Um, I kind of yeah. disagree. I don't know if he's got a like what his bend is like, but I feel like in college. That's what though he won by either shooting gaps inside quick and just get not getting touched or winning on the edge. So I think he's got he's more of speed. I think he's a good athlete. Um, but I question his ceiling. Right. All right. That was good. Anything else before one. we get out of here? That was a long one. A lot of people, a lot of names. I mean, dude, we didn't mention Austin Booker, who I know you like. Um, Muhammad Kamara from Colorado State, who I, I thought was an interesting player. Um, the Murphy twins, who I didn't mention. Nelson Caesar, a guy from Houston who we didn't mention. There are a lot of guys in this class who um, I think can go in the first two days. I'd um, be really good NFL players. So this is going to be a good group for sure. I think the run on edges in the second round, edge and wide receiver in the second round is going to be fascinating. I think there's going to be like 12 between the yeah. two positions. Between oh, the two positions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a good one. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our edge ranking. Stay locked in with us. We got tackles coming up next next week, so that should be a great episode. Another really deep position. It'll, um, be, it'll be this week. We're, this, is, this is dropping Monday. This is dropping Monday. It'll be this week. Um, what else we got after that? We got corners coming up soon. We got wide receivers coming up soon, so... Stay locked in for all of those. Those are going to be really, really good groups to go over. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. You can also find us on underdogpodcast.com and stick with us as we continue towards this 2024 NFL draft. Ray, my friend, appreciate you.